This episode is supported by IRL, an original podcast from Mozilla, made for people who are into or build AI and people who develop tech policies. Listen to Mozilla IRL wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, and welcome to The Expansive, where we explore the frontiers of personal growth, business innovation, and technology. We believe that growth and progress come from expanding our minds, exploring new possibilities, and embracing change. My name is Sean Lewitz, and you're about to listen to a moment from one of our previous episodes. We're diving into the archives and going back to January 2023 for this week's Expansive Moment, and we chat specifically AI. While there have been many developments in this space since the episode first aired, some of the thought process around the technology still ring true today. This is episode 188 with Eric Kruger and John Sonnet. ChatGPT reminds me of the Vuvuzela. Now, yeah. for the international uh, listeners who don't remember, who don't know what a vuvuzela is, if you watch the 2010 World Cup in South Africa, it was the thing that made the crowd sound Jeez. like a bee, like yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and the vuvuzela was was always this thing that everybody either didn't know about or hated until they had one. And the minute they had one, they could not stop blowing that thing. It was a very addictive <laughs> thing, you know? You hated it until you had it. So what to chat yeah. GPT, what I figure out is there are two types of people. People have no idea what I'm talking about. And the minute they find out what it is, they don't get off it. It's like an mm. addiction to mm. the new cleverer version of you. That's, that's what's yeah. happened, right? So I was speaking to my friend in Dubai and his wife was like, he's addicted, John. He's addicted. Don't tell him anymore. And, and so what's happened is like, he's asking this chat GPT every question that he can about landlords and square meterage <laughs> of rentals and diets. And he's just asking it everything, right? It's the Google, so yeah. It's, but I mean, it's not even Google. Yeah. It's like Google's professor. I mean, the professor yeah. of Google. And um, so really, I, I think the thing is, is, you know, the, the more people understand it, the more people start to realize the incredible life-changing um, uh, sort of crossroads we're at. And mm. I did make a video. I tried to be as dramatic as possible because I wanted to get a, I don't know, a sort of emotion out of the crowd. But yeah. the video's done really I think well. You succeeded. It's gone viral. Yeah, you succeeded yeah, I did. I did succeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, got, I've got a lot of comments <laughs> on that video. And I wrote, like, I don't want to write another book. And a lot of people were like, no, don't say that. You know, you have to. And, and, I, and I honestly don't think you have to anymore. I think books have become a side result. And one thing I did think I think took, took to heart was it's a book and a documentary. It's not just, it's not just a documentary. It's both, but mm. my emails have all of a sudden become a lot smarter. And a lot more concise <laughs> and a lot more optimistic and confident. And so ChatGPT has only arrived now. We are three weeks into this puppy and mm. it's already taken over the world. And now the, 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 the ripple effects of other businesses and other spaces that are starting to pick up from this is just unbelievable. It's a, it's a yeah. tsunami. And I actually think one of the, one of my predictions for 2023 is the tsunami of AI has arrived and get ready because the tsunami's here. Mm. Yeah. Listen, um, I've, since, since the sort of explosion of chat GPT, 
I've just been so excited the entire time because it really feels to me like we're living in the future. Like you, you moving into a world where so much of what you think you need to do is just going to be done for you by something that is way smarter than you, that has access to millions more data points, that is able to see patterns that you could even come close to comprehending. And it's going to happen at almost no cost to you, you know? Um, I think the, the big thing that I, I wanted to land for people today um, in speaking about ChatGPT is that the best way to approach it at the moment is not with fear because that emotion is going to just make sure that you don't go and, and try it out. You are going to sit in the corner, you're going to watch this thing, you're going to go, oh, like it, it's just too big, too scary, and you're going to leave it. The best, best way to approach AI and, and all of this is really just to be playful with it, you know, is that no one is an expert at the moment in how to best operate AI or, or run chat GPT. Like we're seeing all these prompts that are coming out and you're just saying like, um, oh, you, you were talking about tools, hey, in your inbox, like yeah. different tools. But we've seen yeah. these posts that come out where they show 50 different AI prompts, you know, and just start there. Like just go and grab one, like pop it into chat GPT, and see what happens. But then on top of that, you do have all of these applications that are coming out that are essentially training wheels for AI, you know, so Jasper, copy.ai, all those kind of things. They are running off of open AI. So like the, the main platform, they're all pulling from that, but they are kind of pre-engineering certain prompts for you. So they make it easier and more accessible that you can just go onto it. I mean, Dan even wrote some of her like master's thesis. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but you're not she, supposed to she say that. that. You mean you mean your friend? <laughs> she, you mean your friend yeah. Daniel? <laughs> Daniel Clarkstop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to be to be accurate, she she rewrote it because like what copy.ai is great with is like you input a paragraph of text yes, yes, and it'll rewrite yeah. it to make it more yeah. punk, like punctual or more you know uh, for it to flow better. Yes, And so if you're currently sitting on the fence, just like now is the time to jump in, to immerse yourself, mm. to be playful mm. with it, because none of us know about this. And the only way we get better by it or, or uh, better at it is through repetition. So mm. get playing. That's all I can say. Mm. Mm. I, I agree. You know, I think it's incredibly exciting if you're curious about it and it's incredibly scary if you're fearful of it. Mm. And there's no choice. You know, a lot of comments on a lot of my posts that I make about AI is, oh my, I can't stand it. It should go away. And now there's this, mm. uh, what, uh, anti-art by AI movement that's happened, right? So like people don't want any art by AI. I'm like, God, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not eating potatoes that are harvested by a tractor. Like, yeah. are you joking? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, that's what's happened. Like, just because you're an artist, I get it. But what do you think farmers did when the tractor arrived? It's exactly the same thing. You gotta, mm. you gotta like move on and say, okay, well, what can I add to it? How can I curate it for you? Like, there has to be an extension to it. But, you know, also a lot of the comments that I see online, it's just people are fearful, you know? And so mm. what they do is they delete, distort and generalize. That's, yeah. I can see it so yeah. clearly now that I've got that framework of delete, distort and generalize. And lots of the comments on that video for me were just people doing exactly that. It's like, nope, doesn't mm. fit into my construct. I'm going to say everything I can to fight my system. 
And I'm like, guy, this is what I do for a living. I extrapolate technologies into the future and I can see it as clear as day, just mm. like music and entertainment. It's clear. It's like so clear. Like mm. why? I mean, but that's, but that's my job, right? My job is to try and yeah. get people to be more confident about this. But yes, to chat you. And to, here. and to provoke, and to yeah. provoke. Um, I, I just want to say two quick things before we um, wrap on, on this specific topic. Mm. Um, one is I really enjoyed Shannon's comments on your post um, where she was saying, you know, she was that, excellent. Yeah. That Big was great. Up to you, Shannon. And Very good. I, I love the idea. So um, I'm not quite sure. Cause this is, I'm not sure what the rating is on this podcast. I'm not sure exactly into how much detail I can go, <laughs> but, but essentially what it came <laughs> down to is that even though there are mechanical ways of extracting pleasure in the world, um, there's still a need for intimacy. Right. And yes. I thought that was a great way of, of kind of yes. showing it as well is that yes, there are, there's going to be a proliferation of, um, content that goes out into the world, but are you talking about still, sex toys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was my, <laughs> was my euphemism uh, yes, good? <laughs> I was trying to think, what do you, what do you, I can't remember that. I can't remember saying that on the comment. This comment was on Instagram. If you want to go see it on my video on Instagram about, I'm about another book. Shannon made a great comment that she did. Yeah. So intimacy and sex toys are different. Yeah. Uh, GPT, yeah. what she was saying is the sex toys, but you still need that human touch. And then I thought my response was very good as well because sex toys now are worth the same as the hair industry. So like <laughs> people are using sex toys at such a rate in this today's world that the, it's become a multi, multi-billion dollar industry, mm. which is mm. unbelievable. I didn't know that until I'd seen that documentary, but sorry, I interjected. Yeah. So but anyway, so but, but I think there's a, it's a really good, um, it, it was analogy. a good kind of analogy, you know, um, to say that there's always going to be the need for certain level of intimacy. And I think, mm. yes, you can get GPT, chat GPT to write you a 60,000 word book in the style of um, Simon Sinek with the crossover to mm. like Stephen King. And like, it's going to be an incredible mm. book. It's going to have mm. lots of uh, content, but will it have the heart and the soul? Maybe, maybe in five or 10 years. Um, but there's always going to be that need for connection, you know? Who knows how that changes? Who knows how that changes? But look, I, but also look. I, th let's think about this, right? If an AI writes some music and it touches your need, let's say you're going through a breakup and it writes you a sad song, mm. like it doesn't matter if a male of like, doesn't matter sure. if a, yeah, 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 exactly. I'm with you. So mm. what then happens? Which I think is the differentiator. It's not about the words. It's about the human interaction. And so that's the mm. whole thing is that now musicians live are much more amazing because now you're seeing a human in front of you and you're having that exchange of energy. So AI is already writing music and it's amazing music. And also remember that lots of the music that you already like has been electronically distorted. So sure. what, because mm. it's been electronically distorted doesn't affect you emotionally. Mm. So again, look, I'm, I'm provoking again, because I think that again, we're trying to find some comfort in the old. And a lot of the comments on LinkedIn was nothing better than curling up with my book. I'm like, yo, and your grandparents <laughs> still read newspapers. Do you read newspapers? No. Well, then mm. what the, the, you're showing your age. So look, it's not one way or the other. I think we will prioritize sure. what's important to us and uh, we'll take it from there. But I think you had a, you had a business plan that you wanted yeah. to uh, offer some so, of our listeners. So, so two quick other things then. The business plan will be number two. Number one yeah. is just a, a very quick point. I actually saw 
um, which was interesting to me, that OpenAI is now creating a invisible watermark. Did you see that? That's right. That's right. For yes. for all text that's generated through Open uh, through ChatGPT, I don't think it's there mm-hmm. yet. I think that they want to have that. And the reason for universities and stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, oh. It's 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 so brilliant. It shows you how these guys are looking at the world at the moment. Mm. ChatGPT is trained on language models and where they got a lot of that from was from the internet but now fast forward five years and everyone has been using chat gpt to write blog Ah. posts and social media posts what's going to happen is then if they want to keep training it they're going to be training ai on ai and that might become a bit of a problem so they want to have a bit of a watermark so that when they're training the model they can tell it exclude the stuff that has been created by ai smart hey very smart Ah, smart yeah very smart but also but i I wonder if they asked chat gpt what they should do and he gave it the answer (laughs) yeah but but also like yeah yeah original so is this is my question and i don't know the answer is if i write a mail or a paragraph and i put it in there and chat gpt fixes it just like your friend daniel from cleric stop has done yeah. his masters <laughs> um editor please um, bleep out all the names yeah. yes 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 um, so is that now considered chat gpt because it was my original thinking just made look more proficient with using ChatGPT. Yeah. So yeah, that's a grave for me. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm that's not sure how they will yeah. differentiate. Yeah. yeah. Because also uh, because if I'm writing something and I'm asking you to edit it for me and it gets a blue and it, and it comes up and says, no, this is written by chat. It wasn't really, mm. it, was, it was written by me. I just asked you to make it look better, yeah. sound better. I, I'm not sure how they'll treat that sort of nuance, but that's a mm. very good point. For much more like this, subscribe to The Expansive today. And while you're doing that, please leave us a five-star review. You can also listen to the full episode titled How to Think About AI, first published in January 2023, right now. Remember to find The Expansive on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and on YouTube. The links to all of which you'll find in the show notes. Until the next time, stay expansive.